Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have a great international story to share with you today. Looking forward to talking about volunteers who served in Panama with Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. We'll start that conversation in just a moment. Thank you to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Joining us today, Ashley Lair. She serves as outreach specialist serving the Lord in Puerto Rico. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us today. We also have volunteers who recently served in Panama alongside Ashley. We have Eddie Carlton. Eddie, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for asking us. And Nancy Opine. Nancy, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Well, let's start with where you serve and where the team got to serve. Ashley, tell us a little bit about where the, the region of the world in which you serve and the project that this team was invited to participate in. Yeah, so I serve in the Latin America and the Caribbean region, normally based in Puerto Rico. I'm an outreach specialist, so I coordinate all North American volunteers that come in from the States, as well as Puerto Rican volunteers. But in this opportunity specifically, I got to use those skills in Panama because they're looking at remodeling a parsonage that has been abandoned for a while because of different situations. And so I got to help with this team doing construction in Panama in the Balboa area. So Eddie and Nancy, you guys got to serve on this team in Panama. When did you first start thinking about serving internationally on a team? Well, I've been serving internationally now for probably eight years, starting in a fishing clinic in Kenya and then moving to, around the Latin American area with different projects. Nancy, how about you? When did you first learn about serving internationally and start becoming interested? About a year and a half ago, well, a year ago, we went to Puerto Rico and Ashley and we did construction there. And then shortly after the, right after October, I found out about this opportunity to go to Puerto Rico. And I usually take my house along to see that carpentry skill, whereas I'm just kind of a gopher and a runner around. I know I use most equipment, but my husband's actually the expert in as Eddie and Lee are very good with more construction projects also. Ashley, how many people served on this team in Panama? It was just the four of them. So it was Eddie, Nancy, and her husband, Gary, and then Lee also served with us. So four people worked hard making beds, doing electricity, and helping with closets. So let's talk about before the trip. Eddie, let's talk about what you knew about Panama before making the trip. And what did you know about the the people or the culture of Panama or even about the project and where you'd be serving? Well, I've been to Panama four times now with our church and different project. We worked on another building in, in another part of Panama here three years ago. We've been to this building that we were working on, and so we came back and, and uh, they adapted three years ago if we could do some building on here, working, probably remodeling and, and putting in ceilings and things like that. And we just finally found a time where we could do it this, this year. Nancy, what about you? What did you know about Panama before going on to this trip? 
I've never been to Panama before, but what I knew about the trip was what the what they had gone and done, a, like a site survey, and came back with a listing of projects that they needed to go in order. So we had to accomplish a couple of things in order to eventually get mission teams to be able to stay in this church building, and we kind of took our marching orders from that. So tell us more about this project that you were able to do this time. I know, Eddie, you've been several times, and that, that's a very exciting thing to be able to continue to go back and serve on these teams. What what was the what were the duties for this team that you served on? This team, we, we were going to go down, and first of all, we wanted to build bunk beds for each of the rooms so we could use the area for future mission teams going down. We also wanted to get electricity to the upper floor so we could have air conditioning and lighting and do cooking in the kitchen, things like that. So uh, we also wanted to fill in the closets uh, and doors on the closet so they could be used by mission teams as they came down. We did get most of it done that we wanted to do, but there's still a lot of work to do in the building. Nancy, what were some of the things that you got to do in your project serving in Panama? My husband, I helped my husband build bunk beds and he had a pattern for it. And once he cut the wood, we helped him sand a little bit and put them all together. And then we assembled them in the room. So we assembled five complete bunk beds and the sixth one we left uncompleted because of was under state that come and put windows in. So we wanted to leave enough space for them to be able to reinstall windows in in the building. So once we got those all done, then we went and started making cells for some of the closets. So there'd be storage areas to get things off the floor. And I also did one of my projects was to clean what's called the paint bathroom because the rest of the wood off this facility for, I don't know, maybe a year. They took it on in COVID struck. So there was a lot of dirt and rust and everything in the bathroom. So that was another project I completed. You'd mentioned, I think you mentioned COVID. How has the the pandemic, I'm, I'm sure, impacted teams being able to travel and serve? How did that impact the ways that you serve this time? It sounds like you know, any previous work had to probably be delayed a little bit or, or there was a, a pause in, in between work. How did that impact your service this time around, Eddie? Well, we had uh, planned earlier to go down and then COVID hit. But that time, you know, because they had taken the roof off during it and had not replaced it yet. By the time we got down there, they put a new roof on and they cleaned part of the area. We left, they left it for us to clean and rewire or try to rewire lighting and things like that. Uh, this couldn't have been done because of COVID. They didn't, so they have to come down to our port. Nancy, what about you? COVID impacted the initially the church building, so they took the roof off, and then they hit the rainy season. So they told us there were several inches of water in, in the building, you know, even on the second floor. Um, COVID is pretty much, I think it's still a thing that you'll see from time to time, but we didn't have to wear masks. We really didn't have to take a lot of precautions 
from anything because COVID is essentially over there, but it really impacted the Panamanian people from what we understood all there. Um, so I think things are just starting to get going again as far as the economy and everything in Panama is starting to come back to normal after that, after COVID came through. Now, Eddie, I, I know you, you've said that you've been to Panama multiple times. What are some things that you've learned over those many trips, getting to go back to the same place and do projects in Panama? What have you learned over those several trips? How nice and how cordial the Panamanian people appear to be. They, they really appreciate us being down there and helping and working. They, they thanked us for so much that we've done down there, working in different buildings and in different areas and doing different things. My good, they're wonderful people, and they, you know, they just need a little help down there, so that's what we've gone to do. Ashley, tell us about the partners you get to serve alongside in Panama with this project. Yeah, so we served alongside the church members of our Redeemer Lutheran Church in Panama. So that is Pastor Arthur Rickman. He's a missionary pastor sent from the LCMS to serve in Panama. We also served with the president of the Panamanian Church, Ken Peterson, as well as some people from the Lutheran Hour Ministries office there in Panama. They helped us with a lot of the construction projects. And also a deaconess from one of the churches, her husband helped drive us around a couple of times. So the Panamanian church was really involved in a lot of the activities that we did and were very supportive of this project. Nancy, what was it like getting to know the, the people you were serving alongside and uh, the people of the community you were serving? Like Eddie said, they're very grateful they're for us just I think they were kind of astounded that we would give them our time to come down for two weeks and, and work on their building. And I think they saw it as, you know, the beginning of getting back into their church. The church itself is a beautiful older church, and it is so, it, it's just amazing to see. And to bring it back to its, you know, former glory will be something to see when it gets all done. Tell us more about about that, the the overarching of, of vision for this building project that you've been working on. Well, the church was built in 1946. It was back when the Americans had control of Panama. And it, it's a solid church. It's a beautiful building. It's got a vanilla um, clay roof on it. And, you know, the interior is beautiful, there's paintings on the wall and things like that. And just having been in and had empty services of it, it's been so beautiful. And people are missing that in that part of the area, the chance to go and enjoy the beauty of this building and the, the church and the blessing that it is in that neighborhood. So we're, we're anxious to get started and, and do more so we can get it finished and built up. And we figure it's going to take at least another year and a half to to get most of it done that we can do. What are the, what were there any challenges that you faced serving in a different culture, another language? Did you find at times it was challenging, Nancy? I speak very little Spanish, so we're always grateful for when we have athlete, current, and interpret for us, like going to buy two by fours at the lumber store. At least for my husband, he knew what we wanted, but to convey that, and make sure we get the order correct. And some of the things 
that they we needed to purchase. Sometimes the language was a barrier, but I found out there's usually at least one or two people in a store that do know how to speak some English. So, but we're all glad to have an athlete there. Otherwise, I don't know. We end up. We've probably been in jail or be like that. It's different going through a store in Panama than it is in the United States. So it's just a little bit different, but it's kind of interesting. Eddie, did your does your previous experience help you with communicating and, and interacting? I still have a problem with the language. And again, I'm, we're, we're thankful for Ashley being there to translate for it. My, you know, I love the country. I'm trying to learn more Spanish, but uh, getting older and it's harder to learn. But the people are very, you know, you can more or less tell them what you want or show them something and We are learning about volunteers who recently served in Panama with the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We'll continue the conversation in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks for joining us today. We are chatting with friends who have recently served in Panama with the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Our guest outreach specialist who serves in serves the Lord in Latin America and the Caribbean, primarily in Puerto Rico, Ashley Lair, also Eddie Carlton and Nancy Opine, both volunteers serving in Panama. Before we went to break, we talked a little bit about learning about the culture and interacting with the 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 people you were serving. In, in terms of culture, one of my favorite questions always comes back to food. Now, Eddie, you've gone back a couple of times, so the food must have been pretty good. What was it like having mealtimes together with the people you were serving alongside? You know, there's such a diverse diversity of food down here. They eat a lot of chicken and a lot of fish. You can get a hamburger if you want it or a club sandwich, but, you know, trying to decide what you want off a menu and getting somebody to translate it for you so you can tell it in words or not. Or sometimes just picking something and eating what they send to you. It's been a, it's been a pleasure because, again, their customs and their food is just... Um, amazing to me. Nancy, what about you? The thing about Panama is because Americans were there up until I think 2000, they have heavily influenced a lot of the food. So um, there's almost everything comes with french fries is one thing I've learned. So by the end of two weeks, I was tired of french fries. (laughs) But they have, you, you can get a hamburger, but I like I know Eddie at least had hamburgers one night at one place and they weren't really sure what it was, what the food was. 
So I think you have to be kind of, you know, be kind of adventurous, but you have to be cautious of what you're eating. The pizza we had was awesome. And the other cool thing about Panama food is they have McDonald's and they serve fried chicken. And you can get fried chicken at McDonald's, and that was very good. But McDonald's is McDonald's pretty much consistently during something so. <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting experience to to be in a different country and still eat food that is familiar to you, something that you've had from home. What were some of the highlights of this time in Panama, this ability to serve with other people and do this work? What were some of the highlights of your time serving in Panama, Nancy? I think to be able to go in and um, get, get all the bunk beds and get supplies for this house so the future mission teams could eventually come and stay there. I think we took that first step. So that was a really something I enjoyed. The other thing is going to church services in any you know Latin American country. They mostly sometimes they will give us their sermon in English, and we I think I've been to about four or five services. So I can kind of sing sing the songs now. But the second service church. We were there over from Sunday. He, Pastor Rickman, did, you know, would say it in a sermon in Spanish and they tell us in English. So yeah, it was really interesting to hear it both ways, you know, have it translated for us. So that was really another special thing. And the music is, is really good. Yeah, it's, it's different than what our organ music is in the United States. Eddie, what were uh, some of the highlights for you from this most recent trip? Uh, again, praying people that I've worked with around there and made friends with. There were some that we knew, but most of them we've worked with before. And again, renewing friendships and, and uh, fellowship with most of them and just being with them. And things smile when they see we get something done that they hadn't been able to do or, or wanted done. It, just, it was amazing. So. Ashley, what's it like to be able to to be have have volunteers serving on the ground and and to be able to work alongside them on projects like this? It's absolutely wonderful to see our mission through the eyes of outsiders. I personally have never been to Panama before this trip. And so connecting the dots for me, myself, what my colleagues are doing, but then seeing it through the eyes of volunteers is just amazing. And then seeing it through the gratitude of the church members. I just love getting to bring volunteers down to be able to see exactly how we live in Latin America and the different places, what food we eat, what church looks like. It's just, it helps refresh our understanding of our ministry because we're seeing it through somebody else's eyes. Now, I understand this opportunity in Panama is ongoing. There are more opportunities to serve in Panama. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, absolutely. So you could kind of hear these projects are like a snowball effect so you need to do bunk beds so people can stay. We need to make electricity working so people can stay. It is an ongoing continuation that we're looking for six different teams to come down and do a continuation of each of the projects. So that would include remodeling a bathroom, remodeling the kitchen, helping put ACs in all the rooms so our North American volunteers could sleep during the night in the hot season and things <laughs> like that. But so, yeah, we're looking for teams who can come down and continue this project to do one complete project of renovating the parsonage. 
any specific skill sets or thing that that we need to know in order to to consider serving in this capacity? Yeah, for Panama specifically, we're looking for pretty skilled construction workers and electricians. So an electrician who would know how to do electrical and AC work, construction work and like contractor work for both of the bathrooms and the kitchen, which would also include plumbing. So these are pretty specific construction projects. At least one of the people on the team could or should have those skills and then them be able to help the rest of their teammates serve in Panama. They're also looking for people that can paint and do some touch-up and and things like on the floor, we need to probably clean up the floor really well. We need people that put in ceiling of some kind and insulation. So the painting, there's so much painting to be done down there, probably every room. So we've got really people that can do, you know, just simple things like that too. Sounds like a great opportunity for people who are, are interested in those things. Ashley, how do we apply if people want to do this? What are those details that people need to know? Yeah, those details are on the servenow.lcms.org website. It gives you a list of dates that are available, and you can go down to that website and see kind of a little more in-depth detail of what the construction will look like, and you can apply through there, and then that will bring you to our office in St. Louis, where Aaron Alter can be able to assist you and help set up your team to serve. Very good. Our guest today, Ashley Lair, Outreach Specialist serving in Latin America and the Caribbean, Ashley, thanks so much for being our guest. Thank you so much for having us today. And Eddie Carlton and Nancy Opie, volunteers who recently served in Panama. Thanks so much for your service and for spending some time with us on the Coffee Hour today, Eddie and Nancy. Thank you. It was our pleasure. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.